Welcome to the weekly Dharma Talk podcast from the Columbus Karma Teksam Choling Buddhist Meditation Center. This week, Lama Kathy Wesley gives a talk entitled Tibetan New Year Update. This is a shorter than usual Dharma talk, which includes updates about the Columbus KTC rebuilding project and offers an explanation of Columbus KTC's traditional observances of Losar, the Tibetan New Year. Lama Kathy also gives great short advice on how to begin the new year right. If you like our Dharma Talk series, please consider donating to Columbus Karma Teksam Choling at columbusktc.org. Enjoy the podcast. I can't thank you enough for uh, taking time out of your week to be with us today. And the reason I'm, I'm, uh, kind of jazzed about uh, giving a brief talk this morning is because um, I get an opportunity to introduce uh, all of you to some ideas about uh, how one can begin their uh, day and how one can begin their new year uh, with a sense of um, forward uh, thinking, forward looking, forward action, uh, and uh, forward um, everything. So um, I think that uh, this gives me an opportunity to tell a bit of a story. Uh, those of you who are familiar with our, our center know that we were founded in 1977 by Kempo Carter Rinpoche, and that the, the idea of having a Tibetan Buddhist center in central Ohio in 1977 was a bit strange. Um, we actually... Um, did face some opposition when we would give talks at, um, at uh, places of worship that were um, of the Christian or Jewish tradition. And so the fact that today we are meeting in the basement of a Jewish synagogue uh, and there are not picketers outside, which was really great, um, is just a wonderful thing. Uh, because a lot of people have funny ideas and uh, they think that other people's belief systems are not as good as theirs. And so as a result of this, there can be some misunderstandings and some difficulties. So uh, we're here today to try to resolve all those difficulties through the practice of meditation. So thank you for bringing yourselves here and bringing yourselves to the practice of meditation. And thank you for being part of our uh, observance of the Tibetan New Year, which is called Losar. Lo means year, and Sar means new. And so uh, it is uh, the astrological beginning of the new year. The Tibetans, um, like um, the Jewish uh, faith, is on a lunar calendar. And so our lunar new year begins at the same time as the Chinese cultural new year begins um, in this particular time of year on the new moon of this particular month. And so, uh, and so we, have this, uh, we have this occasion. And uh, the occasion of the new year, or Losar, is a new beginning. And so just as we have a new beginning at the start of the solar new year on January 1st, we can have the beginning of a spiritual new year uh, on Losar. And so um, we're, we have adopted some Tibetan customs, Tibetan cultural customs, in our observance of Losar, or New Year, because they have some meaning, even for those of us who were born on the other side of the universe, so to speak, from Tibet. Uh, even though uh, we are not uh, culturally Tibetan, uh, we uh, have an appreciation for Tibetan culture, and we have an appreciation for the Buddhism that came from the land of Tibet. 
And so Kempo Carter Rinpoche, who was the founder of our center, introduced us to the um, observance of Losar, or New Year, by telling us that on Losar we should make extra candle offerings, which, we've, which you see before you here, make extra candle offerings, because he said candles symbolize wisdom, and we all need more wisdom. And so uh, you can make a, one of these uh, candle offerings uh, when you get an opportunity, because there'll be an opportunity here in the not-too-distant future. And, uh, and so uh, you can make candle offerings, he said, and put extra offerings on your shrine. I think that the shrine team, you got it covered, yeah? I think they did the extra offering part really well. Uh, some of the offerings you'll see on uh, the special Losar shrine are special for this time of year. Because it is a springtime, a harbinger of springtime, uh, the, um, the grass, the, I don't, I think that's, is that wheatgrass? Yeah, the wheatgrass is symbolic of the future harvest that's to come. And the, uh, and the, the chamar, which is this a small vessel in front of it, is symbolic of plenty or wealth in that it, is, it has two of the most precious things to Tibetan nomads, which is the, the, the wheat that makes bread, as well as the, uh, the, the barley, roasted barley flour that is their staple food. The roasted and, uh, and bar barley flour then is, um, I guess you could say, is the staple food. And so by uh, making offerings of it, we offer the also offer the future harvest, and we also make an offering of our wish for goodness and for the both the external and the internal wealth that comes from Dharma practice. And so that's uh, that is the symbolism of the chamar and uh, the of the grass. And there are other symbolic offerings that we make, uh, such as fruit and flowers and incense. And, uh, and all kinds of food. Now, you'll be delighted that in, uh, in a traditional Tibetan New Year's display, there are many, many fried cookies. But because we are in a Jewish synagogue and this type of food is not allowed, it's not allowed. We have to be, we have to be uh, you know, respectful to the, the people who are hosting us. We are using Jewish matzo bread <laughs> on our, yeah, well, you know. It, we are using Jewish matzo bread and uh, kosher candy to symbolize the sweetness as well as the, uh, as the, the goodness and heartiness of food. So uh, that's a little bit about the, uh, the offerings you'll see there. Uh, in the, on, uh, on the right, uh, on my right, which is your left, is, uh, is a seat that we have created for the head of our lineage, um, His Holiness Karmapa. Now, as you know, the, the Dalai Lama is beloved among all, and as a matter of fact, uh, uh, Karmapa is very devoted to His Holiness the Dalai Lama and prays uh, uh, every day for the longevity of the Dalai Lama and his doctrine. And uh, so today, uh, we are going to we have uh, yeah we're going to be making offerings uh, to the uh, to the throne of Karmapa, and uh, as a symbol of our offering to uh, all of the great masters from the Dalai Lama on down uh, to give us blessings in the year because through their lives, they give us an example of how to live in a dharmic way 
they, they live their lives every day as bodhisattvas, uh, are thinking that they give their entirety of their life to the benefit of suffering beings. And so this is the symbolism of the seat. And the symbolism of our offering to the seat is uh, our own goodness. Uh, you will see uh, people uh, approaching uh, the, uh, the throne with uh, a white scarf. Uh, this is called a kata. And uh, the symbol is goodness. A person is offering their, the purity of their intention, which is symbolized by the white basic color of the, of the kata. In, uh, in ancient India, flower garlands would be presented uh, to honored individuals as a, a, a greeting, a greeting and an offering. Uh, but in Tibet, the kata was already established before uh, Indian Buddhism came. And so rather than try to uh, comb the hillsides for flowers, they used the kata. <laughs> Uh, and so the kata became symbolic of all goodness. Uh, this particular kata that I have uh, has on it what are called the, um, the, the eight auspicious emblems. And these uh, eight auspicious emblems symbolize uh, goodness, and they're also uh, symbolic of markings that were on the body of the, of the holy Buddha, uh, such as uh, there are the... the, the, the the endless knot that was appeared over his heart, the uh, the conch shell, which is symbolic of his speech, and uh, so and the wheels, which were symbolic of his feet, and uh, also the the, uh, the 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 fish, the golden fish, which are symbolic of his eyes, the vase, which is his body, the lotus, which is his seat, and so uh, all of these uh, auspicious emblems are. Uh, uh, symbolic of various qualities that were symbolized on the body of the Buddha. So by offering these, we make the offering hoping that in the future we will have the body, speech, and mind of a Buddha ourselves, so that we can then benefit other beings. And so this is the symbol of the kata offering. And, uh, and then um, we have um, uh, the, uh, the tossing of the, of, the, uh, of the sampa flower and the uh, the um, the wheat berries. Uh, so when people come, uh, we're going to do an offering, a losar offering very soon as part of the Dharma talk. My Dharma talk is mainly uh, about the symbolism of all of these things. And uh, so that when you uh, participate in this little New Year's good luck ritual, that you will understand the meaning. And uh, so uh, we'll have people come around and uh, they will make an, uh, an offering of a kata to Karmapa's throne as a symbol of their offering of their goodness to the Dharma for the new year. Then they'll come down and uh, 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 Julaine and her team will help people uh, toss a little bit of rice, uh, I'm sorry, rice, a little bit of the wheat and a little bit of the samba flower as an offering to all the Buddhas and Bodhisattvas for the goodness in the new year. Uh, because we're very kind to our hosts, we will actually have a little cover for the, <laughs> for the floor <laughs> so that the flower doesn't get entirely out of control. <laughs> we have, we're going to have a, we have to be so respectful, you know, we have to be nice and kind, you know, and uh, they clean, they clean up after us every, every week that we're here. So we have to try to make it easy for them. 
And then uh, you can come over here, and if you like, you can make a, a, a candle offering. The candles are over there on the table. Linda is waving. Hi, Linda. Yeah, thank you. You perfected the wave. And she has katas, and she has the little... Um, uh, uh, a candle, the, the, the electric candles. Uh, you, can, you cannot blame us for being a little bit shy about fire. You can't blame us for being a little shy about, fly, about f fire because, as you know, our, our temple burned down uh, in 2016, and we are currently raising money to build a new temple. Now, you have to understand that the fire that burned down our temple was not an accident. It was actually an arson fire. But we still are very cautious about fire. <laughs> we're still a little shy about it. So we're using electric candles for our offering today. And uh, so the, the way it will work is that um, we will uh, come around and make an offering of a kata uh, to the Karmapa's throne. Come and toss a little bit of good luck uh, samba and a little good luck wheat. And then you can come and I will have little gifts for you. Today I have uh, blessing cords that, were, uh, that you can hang in your car or if your wrists are small enough, you can wear them on your wrist or wear them uh, around your uh, purse or whatever. Uh, that These were blessed by uh, Kempo Carter Rinpoche. And, uh, and then if you would like instead, I have a few of these medallions with pictures of Karmapa on the one side. Uh, and uh, actually he's on both sides. Okay, so Karmapa pictures... And uh, I will be also uh, offering a blessing this year. Uh, and uh, the blessing will be very special, and I'll tell you about it in a minute. Um, but um, <clears throat> in terms of the katas, that's right, I forgot. I was going to tell people that if you want to keep your kata, you can give Linda $5. But if you wish to merely borrow it, you can borrow it for today and then bring it back when you are finished. So that's a little bit about, the, uh, about that. Now, I'm trying to think, did I cover everything, team? I think I did. Um, I will ask, uh, though, I think that it would be good for us to begin this celebration uh, with a prayer. Uh, so if I could have two helpers uh, hand out the red books, you might have to share. Yeah. While they're handing out the red books, I'm going to explain. Uh, every year, um, uh, I... I offer uh, a blessing uh, because I am not myself a person of quality. I, I use usually some kind of blessed object, like a, a, a statue, a statue that has um, some relics inside and so forth. And uh, this year I have a special, um, a special uh, object to offer a blessing with. You'll, you'll be receiving a blessing with two objects. One of the objects is going to be the copy of the Bodhicharya Avatara, which is on the throne, on the shrine, pardon me. And uh, this is the scripture in which Shantideva uh, explains uh, the goodness of Bodhicitta. And then also uh, I'll be giving um, a blessing with this small packet. And the small packet, actually maybe I'll open it. Uh, I received a very interesting gift from Kempo Karta Rinpoche the founder of the center, and I've been working with him for a number of years. Every day, Kempa Rinpoche gets in a car and drives up to the Five Buddha Family Shrine at the Carmeline Columbarium, and he recites prayers for those who have passed away. He goes every morning, and he goes every afternoon when he is in residence. 
And as part of the morning offering, he, uh, he takes uh, from a, a mandala plate very similar to this one, he takes a handful of large polished gemstones and he puts them in his hand and he offers them as a mandala to the Buddhas and Bodhisattvas. Every day from this mandala, he takes a, a little handful of these polished stones, these polished stones, and he hands them to people so that they can all join and make the offering with him. Well, one day uh, uh, I was passed uh, this uh, semi-precious stone, and I can't identify it. It's green and it's iridescent. And it's in the shape of a heart. You see it? And uh, he handed it to me, and of course, being an unenlightened being, I was very attached to it. I felt some uh, instant attachment to the beauty of it. And so because I'm not an enlightened being, I said, oh, I said to myself, oh, isn't this lovely? And uh, so the time came and I handed it back. And then he looked at me and he made the, he made the gesture with the heart and he indicated that I should put it in my pocket. So I did. He handed it back to me instead of putting it on the plate. He handed it to me, and he indicated that I should put it in my pocket. So I did. And then uh, this past year, I've carried it ever since, every day. It is carried in my wallet, so it's next to my body at all times. It is my, <clears throat> my feeling is that it is symbolic of Kemper Rinpoche's blessing. <clears throat> and because it's symbolic of Kemper Rinpoche's blessing, I keep it with me. Well, when I saw Kemper Bache in April of last year to give him an update about how KTC was doing, I said, Rinpoche, I have something to share with you and show you. And I, because he's 95 years old, I wasn't sure he would even remember the stone or even remember what it was for. But I showed it to him and I said, Rinpoche, you gave this to me and I have carried it every day. And, uh, and he, he, looked, he took it in his hand and he looked at it. And then holding it in his, the palm of his hand, he took his fingers and he put them together as though he was going to pick something up. And then he gestured toward his heart and made a pulling motion away from his body as though he was imbuing this stone with his heart. And I was weeping and he handed it back to me. And so everybody will get a blessing with this stone today. Uh, because um, this thing is, it's like super special. You know, the idea is, you know, he wanted to, everybody to know that he was putting something special in this stone. So um, because I think there is never enough love in this world, there's never enough. We don't sometimes love ourselves the way we should. And because we don't love ourselves the way we should, sometimes we don't love others either. We judge them and we harm them because of our judgment. And so I think we all need a little extra love, don't you think? Uh, we need to uh, practice love for ourselves and practice loves for other, for other beings. And so hopefully this little gesture from Kemper and Bache will give you a little uh, love for yourself, a little booster. We can call it a booster. Uh, you know how the doctor, when you get an immunization, when you get a vaccination, 
Every few years you have to come back and get a new vaccination to make the first one more powerful. So that's what we're going to do today. We'll make it a little more powerful. Because you already have love in your heart. You already have it. It's natural. It is part of your Buddha nature. You will never lack for love. It will always be inside you. But every now and then we just need a reminder, yeah? Every now and then we just need a reminder. So, um, so that's, um, that's the, the blessing for today. Oh, thank you. She's very kind to me. Thank you. I dedicate your merit. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Ah, very good. Okay. So um, inside your books, there is, um, inside your books, the very first prayer, I think, is the uh, Tashi prayer, yeah? Tell me, help, help me. Oh, I'm sorry, page 34? Okay, I had it wrong then, yeah. Page 34. And um, they say that when you recite the names of the Buddhas and Bodhisattvas, everything that you say or do after that goes really well. So we need that, right? So as a blessing for our new year, we'll recite the, the Tashi prayer first. Got it? Everybody, everybody there? Okay, thank you for sharing. Uh, see, you're practicing love even now, right? Om Nansi Nanda Ran Shin Lun Drupe Trashi Cho Cho Jin Ha Jupa Yi Sanje Chudangendun Pape So Kun La Chat Sada Chat Trashi Sho Drun Mei Jao Po Sal Tendun Trukan Jampe gen pa ge dra pal dam pa kun la gong pa ja che dra pa chen lun po tar pa sal dra pal ni sem chen tam che la gong dra pe pal yit sim se pa sal ra dra pal te sen san tu pe tra shi pa pel hua De warship pa je la chat salo. Jam pal shun nu pal den dor je zin. Chen rei si huang gum po jam pe pal. Sa hi ning po drip pa nam pa hersel. Nam ke ning po pa chokun tu zon. U pal dor je pe karlu shin dan. Nor Buddha warel drini mai chak sen leg nam trashi pel ji chok chan chup sem pa ge la chat salo rin chen du chok trashi ser ginya du chum pun song hi on kamala yendra ten dam so pao pe yu Minup jaltem wang kyur kor lorte rin chen ta cho che ki chat sen chen cho du jiao hua chu ching ge ke ma ge so ngo wo dren pe pao pel hue tra shi la mo ge la chat salo sam pa chen po de chun se me bu Mitan ten tan gyal po yo korsum Pa ke po dan lu wang mik mi san 
Nam tu se te la te kor lo dan, tri shu la dan dun tun dor je chen, pi wam rel tri chu ten jal tsen zin, sa sum ne su ge leg tra shi pel, jit ten kyong hua je la chat salo, sam pa chen po de tseng chala, Ke dan he war se wa kun shi ne. Dudum pa pel sam dun yi shin drup. Tra shi te le pun sun so far show. Thank you. Yeah. Um, so, yes, uh, thanks for keeping me on track. I, you know, because when you, when you memorize them in couplet, in, in, you know, the quatrains, it's not easy. Uh, now um, we'll get ready to um, make our offerings, uh, and everybody can participate, even if um, even if this is something that is uh, uh, unusual for you or something that you don't exactly feel comfortable doing. If you don't feel comfortable, you don't have to do it. But anybody who wants to do it can come up and make the offering. Where's our team members? Are you going to be helping? We have a couple team members who are going to help. Yeah. Okay. Good. And um, and they'll be assisting. And um, so what we'll be doing is uh, we'll be doing this, uh, this I guess, um, symbolic offering of the white kata to the throne of His Holiness and then uh, tossing in through the air a little bit of, uh, uh, of, of yes, uh, gently, gentle, gentle, yeah. <laughs> we, we, do you remember the little, little child, the little toddler once that like grabbed everything and like th did that? Yeah, that was good. Um, that was really amazing. Uh, <laughs> I mean, he was being enthusiastic. He just, you know, so anyway. Uh, so um, I think I should just be quiet and, uh, we'll, and have a prayerful attitude and then come back to your seats uh, when we're done. Thank you. Okay, thank you. Thank you for joining us for this week's Dharma Talk. We hope you enjoyed the podcast. If you did, please subscribe, rate, and review it on iTunes. To learn more about the Columbus Karma Teksum Choling or to donate to support our Dharma Talk series, please visit our website at columbusktc.org. The opening and closing music for the podcast is Tibetan Flute Song by Tamding Arts at tamdingarts.com. Please join us again next week for another Dharma Talk.